0: So there was a woman by the name of Julia Clarice Brown. She was a informant, you know, for the FBI uh, back in the sixties. And there was a clip of her, um, that we need to review because I want you to listen exactly what she's saying. Listen to her talking points and ask yourself this question as you listening to this, do you hear them same talking points today? When we talk about reparations, let's go ahead and roll it.
1: Well, I say it is frightening and it should be frightened, uh, to the, entire American people that he has demanded 10 billion dollars and if he doesn't get it then there may be riots this summer. Martin Luther King is nothing but a blackmailer and he should be arrested for blackmailing because he certainly has blackmailed the United States government. There's one thing that bothers me and that. uh as a Negro yourself, why do you talk so bitterly again, Martin Luther King, and uh, a lot of these uh, these other uh, people of your race? Well, let me tell you something. I don't put my race before I do my country. Uh, being a Negro woman doesn't matter to me who is a Negro or who is a white person. If they are enemies of our country, then they are certainly my enemies too.
0: Now, Dr. King, when he said that we come, when we come to DC, we come to get our check. And he was asking at that time for, or demanding, I would say $10 billion. Cause you know, Dr. King's birthday just passed. And you know, these people in America act like Dr. King. Oh, they love Dr. King so much. Oh my God, D- Dr. King was the greatest thing ever. And then there was a person that recently posted a photo, it was a recent photo and, and it, you know, we can put that up on the screen and as it says, dear white people, stop using Dr. King as an example of a peaceful protest, you shot him too. Yeah, it don't matter what we do. If you, if you like Dr. King and be peaceful, or you could you know, be you know, a person like uh, Khalid Muhammad, Malcolm X, them kind of people, don't matter what side of the coin you take, uh, white supremacy believe in being maintained and crushing us anytime they feel that we are threatening um, their privilege or their way of life because in their mind that we must stay at the bottom. Uh, they measure you know, their uh, way in society based off of us. That's why when you have a, a black people that even though through all the sabotage and everything, we figure out a way instead of become up, up uply mobile, it messes their head up. This is why they feel reparations. It's just like, Oh my God, it'd be the end of the world because if black people get a transfer of money, okay, black people, some black people is going to do good with that. Now some black people are going to just put the money back in the economy and they may blow their reparations. That's on them. They choose to do that. At Least they got their reparations. I mean reparations actually will stimulate the economy because the majority of black folks, I would say a good amount, really not going to go nowhere. So, so the money that stay right here in the United States is only maybe a certain minority of us, you know, that think like me and many of you who say, Oh no, I'm connected in Africa. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Some people may say, I'm going to go get me a spot in the Caribbean. I'm going to give me a spot, you know, somewhere in Latin America or wherever. I, <laughs> I got some money now. Now I can go do something. Now I can go buy that apartment or that condo I wanted to buy you know, over there, um, in Kenya or, or in, in Nigeria, or Ghana, South Africa, or Namibia, somewhere like that. You know, Oh, I want to go buy that condo in Aruba. You know, I want to go buy that condo, um, in, in the Cayman Islands, you know, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Now I got the, I got the funds now and, and, and that, that threatens them. That completely threatens them because look at all the, the, the money that went out during the time of the virus. Look at that. It didn't in America. Did it? No, it did not whatsoever. But if black people get something, then they act this way. So this woman was before Congress speaking. And you listen to her, she was against reparations. Now, logically, why would you be against reparations if you're gonna get it? There are people today that speak just like this woman. You've heard them online. You've heard them. Against reparations.
1: Well, let me tell you something. I don't put my race before I do my country. Uh, Being a Negro woman doesn't matter to me who is a Negro or who is a white person. If they are enemies of our country, then they are certainly my enemies too.
0: Now, I could understand you being against reparations on some jealousy tip because you feel that you want everything that we get because you black like me. Just say you're jealous of it. Just say that I'm kind of upset because I can't get it. I actually respect that. But when you can get it and you still against it, it makes me wonder, just, just some questions. It made me wonder what you really got going on at that point. Because see, Julia Clarice Brown was working with them folks, working with the feds. She was infiltrating civil rights movements. She was infiltrating revolutionary movements. That's what she was doing and trying to help them disrupt them. And now you got people today that speak just like her. See, this is why they don't want our history taught because we learn our history, even history like this, the, the raccoons, right? We'll understand that, wait a minute, this messaging, we've hearing that today. All these people that are so hardcore against reparations. Like, are, are, are you, who are you working with? Are you working with someone? I'm not saying you are, but I'm just asking the question, are you? Then, if you listen to her, she was saying that Dr. King wanting $10 billion would be equivalent to $84 billion a day with the infl- inflation calculator, $84 billion a day is being against America, being an enemy of America. And she was like, she loves her country and anybody that's, a, that, that, that's against her country, she against them. So, so she was swinging that flag real hard.
1: Well, I say it is frightening and it should be frightened. Uh, to the entire American people that he has demanded 10 billion dollars and if he doesn't get it then there may be riots this summer. Martin Luther King is nothing but a blackmailer and he should be arrested for blackmailing because he certainly has blackmailed the United States government. Well, let me tell you something. I don't put my race before I do my country, uh, being a Negro woman doesn't matter to me who is a Negro or who is a white person. If they are enemies of our country, then they are certainly my enemies too.
0: When when, when that same country was doing everything they can to, to, to squash us like a bug and our people fought back and our people actually you know, made some headway. This is why I'm always leery about, you know, when, when I'm kind of just always listening when people swinging that flag too hard, like, wait a minute, look at our history. How could we swing that flag too hard? I'm not saying you're not a citizen of the country. I'm not saying, you know, Hey, yeah, I'm an American. Cause you are, you are. When you go with your passport, whatever, it's going to be an American passport. When you go to other countries, you are, recalled an American. You are an American. We all Americans, whether they treat us like Americans or not. I know we treat like fifth class citizens. We are Americans. But to swing that flag so hard, even at that time period, but look who she was working for. So then you, you fast forward today, just questions. I'm just asking questions, not saying nothing no more than that. I just want answers in the comments section, that's all. When someone is so hardcore swinging that flag to the point that you kind of have this venom about the African continent. Like why? I mean, that's where our people come from. I mean, if you don't, if that's not for you, it's not for you and that's okay. And I have no issue with that. If it's not for you, some things aren't for me. And that's cool too. But why would somebody be so so invested and want to keep all black Americans here? Not even letting them go see the world or even invest in a different places Why is that a problem? Why travel is a problem? You understand? Why? And there's so many different aspects of it too. that 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 is crazy to me that I'm hearing in one instance of black Americans as a whole start traveling and going to Africa. That's an issue. Okay. It's an issue for white supremacy as we, we covered before and it's an issue for some black folk. Okay. White folks travel all over the world every day. Every time I go to an African nation, white guess what, white folks are going. But nobody even talking about them going anywhere. Okay, cool. Even with all the brothers that's traveling now, and they, you know, they, the term they're using now is passport bro, now all of a sudden that's an issue and problem, okay? All of a sudden everybody's virtue signaling, acting like people in other countries, or women in particular in other countries, don't have running water, these women are just being done so bad, but yet those same people aren't talking about them folks that go to the Gambia and targeting children. Gambia had to recently put out a law to say, we don't want them Karens coming down here, targeting our young men. We don't want them coming down here uh, fooling with our children. They recently said that they said we want high quality tourists. That's what they recently just say in the Gambia. That's how bad it is with, with them folks that have been doing it. All other places throughout the world, these people are doing these things. Because the country has beautiful beaches and tourist attractions, it attracts a whole lot of tourists into the country, most from Europe and the US. And over the years, the country has become a sex destination for tourists, especially white women from Western countries. Sex tourism in the Gambia has hit headlines and many occasions with stories of middle-aged Western women in search of long-term love relationships, holiday romance to please their sexual urges and one night stands. But that's not being talked about, but only if brothers are traveling cause they say they want a wife or they, or will just, you know, greener pastures to somewhere else. Now all of a sudden let's demonize it. You understand? Either or black folks are always demonized in their movements anywhere. Why? Why you want to hold black people here? Why is a bad thing for black people to want reparations? I understand why them folks feel that way, but why would a black person be against it? If you're jealous of it, if you're upset, you can't get it to say so. And it's not reparations for, for racism. Because if it was reparations for racism, then okay, well sure, every black person get it at that point but it's not that we slavery slavery was not paid for the labor that went into this country by black Americans. Understand? And that's just it. If you don't qualify, you don't qualify. But when we get our reparations, shoot, brothers and sisters be going to the Jamaican spot and be going to the Ethiopian restaurant be doing all kinds of things, going on tours of different companies, do all kinds. Man, trust me, the black world benefit from it, even if you don't receive it. So I don't understand. And you know the history If we receive reparations, then other people throughout the world that's in the black world going to get reparations at that point. Right? You know that. But people like Julia Clarice Brown and people that speak like her, I just, I just question it. That's all. I question it. I question anybody that's so anti, you know, Africa. I question when you're so hardcore about it. I'm not saying if it's not for you, it's not for you. And I have no issue with you saying it's not for you. But when you're so hardcore to the point that you're angry about it, cause some people get angry. I had a young lady the other day made a video to me about just, just she was very angry, a young lady about me talking about Africa. And I'm like, why is she so turned up about Africa? And I can guarantee, I can tell you she ain't been. She ain't been in no African country. I know. And that's why I just kind of made that decision that if you haven't been to an African country, I'm not going to even argue with you about it because you don't know what you're talking about. You go and then we can have that conversation. But being against reparations, being against black travel, no matter who doing it, whereas we as a whole black men doing it to find wives or whatever, all that just to hold black people hostage is how I look at it. And that says a lot to me. And another reason they don't want all this taught, but even by the Julia Clarice Browns of the community. See, we can learn from that, hear the messaging, because history always repeats itself, especially if you don't learn it. This is why they don't want y'all to know your history. They don't want y'all to learn it, because if you learn your history, you're not gonna repeat it. It's not on, their system to teach us our history. It's on all of us to learn our own history, and to teach it. So maybe we all just need to start investing in teaching history and do it in a way where it's, it's, it's enjoyable, um, it's exciting, it's motivating. We all need to start doing that because Florida can stop African-American studies all they want. They can't stop us from teaching it on the internet. So we gotta know our history because people like Julie Clarice Brown, and she even wrote a book about her time you know, with uh, uh, the, the federal government. She, she wrote a book about that if you wanna go read that but let me know what y'all think about this. You know, especially those who are just hardcore against reparations. We ain't talking about them folks. We are talking about within our own community and listening to her messaging, people swinging their flag so hard, people that are so hardcore, anti-Africa, anti-black travel. want to hold us here. I mean, where do you think all that, that spirit comes from? And and these people that's doing this so, so big and boldly, I mean, are they connected to something or they just, it's just the way they feel. Just let me know in the comment section.